What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everybody, uh, I'm your host Mark and joining me today we got, oh my goodness, Rayway. Welcome. Hello, can you hear me? Oh yeah. Okay, great. I thought <laughs> I did something wrong. <laughs> uh, no, I was just excited to see you, was all. <laughs> oh, well that's the first time someone's ever been excited to hear from me. <laughs> um yeah, today's gonna be a fun episode. It's gonna kind of be a little different than our normal storytelling and a little different than the brainstorm. You'll kind of be a little cross between the two. Cool. Yeah, cool. We're just, yeah, we're going to jump back to the old good old Astrocrota. You know, you took a minute to reach out to me and ask me some questions and it got my brain going. So we're gonna kinda talk about them how it's kind of evolved all that kind of stuff cool i love harassing people <laughs> in the best way yeah exactly the best way <laughs> <laughs> yeah so well let's start just like with a quick refresher of the chapter um the chapter is a fleet-based chapter and they were founded with the sole purpose the primary purpose of eliminating crotalids so high lord he had this beautiful paradise world and it got infested by a crotalid spawn. So then he basically founded a chapter to go eliminate crotalids throughout the galaxy. <laughs> a little extreme, but totally justified. But justified. <laughs> um, so a couple of things with this chapter that help them and make them kind of unique is they are able to kind of channel the crotalid energies and read migration patterns in the warp. So their librarians are kind of taught and kind of they have some ceremonials where they drink the blood and then they can channel the warp energy better and whatever, you know. Um, okay, uh, that's really cool. Yeah, and then that way they can dial into like crotalid migrations and you know, they, they can deal with crotalids in another number of ways. Before they jump, they could wait for them to jump and then slaughter them then, or, you know, <laughs> just... just show up, they just get gunned down by boulder fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, sometimes, though, what happens with them is, like, while their primary goal is to hunt down crotalids, uh, that's, like, their sacred honor. Like, they hate crotalids. Every crotalid kill is, like, yes, honor to the emperor. You know, it's, like the highest achievement for them but when they're not doing that let's say you know they have to wait like 50 years for this cr big crotalid jump to arrive in the system so they kind of just end up helping out the imperial sector however they can maybe they go raid an orc camp or protect a supply caravan whatever way they can kind of make themselves useful while they wait for their primary goal to kind of arrive so kind of like an odd jobs while they're kind of waiting for it 
Exactly. Exactly. Um, the chapter small in number, uh, because the chapter doesn't need a bunch of guys and they can only have so many guys. So every company is led by a librarian and that librarian is then able to like channel the warp energies of the crowd lid and like see where they're going to jump to. So that way he leads the, he leads the company. And then he'll usually have like 20 to 30 guys underneath them. The companies are small and each company you need a librarian. So you can only have as many companies as you have librarians. Okay. Yeah. Um, so when I was kind of like thinking some of the feedback that I got when I first released the update where was people were saying they didn't quite get a good sense of how the Astro Crota function in war. Like they felt like they last lost a battle tactic. They were just like flavorless almost. Generic space marines almost. Well, to me, generic space marines are still, you know, eight foot tall demigods of war <laughs> with fucking automatic missile launchers. <laughs> exactly. So to say that to say that they like to say that they're not the blood angels who are like, oh yeah, chain swords, rah or fucking, you know. Like like there's definitely nothing wrong with being like, yeah, there's more flavor in war, but like yeah. at the same time, a space marine is still a space marine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh you know, you describe them as savage and brutal in combat. And it's like, yeah, but all of them are that. And that's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was kind of like thinking, okay, so I need to, I would be cool to have like a specialty. Like, are they void warfare specialists? Maybe they're siege specialists. But I just kept on going back to with their small numbers, they're limited to only like small engagements. So I, I so, kind of like kill teams. Yeah, maybe in between kill teams and like larger, like their companies are usually they were rolling around with like 30 to 30 guys, you know? Yeah, that's still a lot of space Marines. Well, yeah, like, like, what is it like one space Marine is like equivalent to like a thousand people or a thousand regular soldiers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. so, <laughs> um, yeah, so I was thinking like, man, do I boost the numbers or maybe I get this allied guard regiment somehow come up with a concept for some allied guard. Um, and that's kind of the route I did where I can kind of boost their numbers that allow them to engage with more things in the galaxy while still kind of being consistent to why do they have 800 guys and 50 librarians? That doesn't seem reasonable. You know, you always want to still try to ground yourself a little bit in this fake universe yeah exactly um i also like for me i always go by the concept of what creates conflict so like saying oh we have 800 space marines but our only goal is to hunt like not our only goals that's that's a little bit of a lie but to say that our main purpose is like hunting cordalids it's it's you know it's 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 a little excessive and it's like well why do <laughs> yeah. you need this many marines to hunt cordalids like yeah they're a threat exactly. plus it like adds a level of like um what's the word like threats or like um tension where in every conflict yeah until they only have like 300 marines or like i don't know the math i don't know how many marines you said i know you said their companies are fairly small yeah but like when 400 marines yeah yeah so like when you say oh we only have we only have 300 marines i say like that's a small number of marines <laughs> yeah yeah but when we have but when our numbers are that limited in comparison to like everyone else every death that they do like no matter how rare it is no matter how many deaths they do face does add like tension and conflict so i do so yeah. like i'd rather prefer you like i do agree having a smaller chapter always is like better than like a bigger one yeah 
Yeah, no, exactly. That that little bit of tension. Yeah. Um, one thing I did to combat like the the low numbers as well is I equipped everyone with Gravis armor. Um, yeah. So you know they're a little tougher and stuff. But uh, before we I jump, like Gravis armor is a concept. Yeah. Before we jump into like the uh, like the the Imperial Guard regiment, one other little bit of conflict in the chapter is uh, so they 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 hate. Crotalids, they despise them. They don't make crotalid jokes. They just fucking crush them. They hate them. <laughs> but over time, they're librarians. They consume enough blood and they channel enough warp energy that, like, their eyes will eventually start to glow yellow and kind of look like a crotalid eye. And yeah. then, you know, rumor has it, if it goes a little longer, maybe they start getting a little scaly. Um, uh oh. But uh, all that the inquisitors can say is uh, that. There's a lot of MIA librarians in the chapter that just mysteriously go missing and no one seems to talk about. <laughs> brother, brother, brother librarian, where did he go? I don't know. He just disappeared one day. Yeah, just lost in battle. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I picture the chapter, like, even when the when the Stardies kind of get this, like, kind of taint in the gene seed, they just eliminate it. Like, they have no time for these games. I think that's a really cool concept. So it's more of a, was it the Blood Angels who wiped out? Like whenever Sing like Sanguinius would like wipe out those who felt the Black Rage right away. I like that concept. It's like yeah. the librarians yeah. have to like teeter on this edge of, yeah, uh, how much blood do we consume at a time before we start to like have the smallest twitch <laughs> of like corruption? Exactly. I'm Br also brother, imagine, like, Midas, a, a... why are you always wearing a helmet? Let me see your eyes, brother. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> imagining, a, imagining a chaplain standing behind every single librarian while they're like drinking blood, like with a bull pistol in the air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Brother, brother librarian, I just want to talk to you. I just want to <laughs> talk to you. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. So I, I really kind of like really go hard on this aspect like when i was writing this a lot of people made jokes about crocodile dundee and kind of that but i'm really trying to go savage with these guys like they're these brutal vermin killer well i also would imagine that makes sense because if you're con like space marines they see all types of war but like when you are a space marine who already has like who's already like mentally broken as a child and then you're like having to fight these like what are crocodiles like bus sized crocodiles <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah like, 20 to 30 feet crocodiles <laughs> it's like you're, you're gonna pick like you're gonna i don't want to say pick up trait like characteristics of them <laughs> but you're gonna have to be aggressive to fight something aggressive like again a 20 foot tall fucking crocodile 20 foot long crocodile yeah yeah like i was thinking like how do you uh stop an ambush predator because that's what a crocodile is. So either yeah. you have to be so quick that you can avoid them, or you have to be so tough that if they get you, it doesn't matter. So I kind of leaned into that. They wear the Gravis armor. They have these spikes on their shin called the Gator Guard. So if they do get bit, it bites them back. That's pretty cool. Um. So yeah, I kind of went that route where that's how you kind of stop them. But let let's let's bring some storm some Imperial Guard. I'll kind of tell you a little bit of what I've come up with. Okay. So, um now now we got a picture crocodile dundee, okay? So keep okay. <laughs> now we picture that. Um, <laughs> so that paradise world that was infested by crotalids 
it was you know the the high lords of terror and elite they went there and uh, it was like this like vacation spot they'd go there they goes on go on tours through the jungle look at all the beautiful wildlife stay at the all-inclusive you know it was a paradise world <laughs> so uh oh, man i love this i love paradise world it's so wonderful that? <laughs> <laughs> so the local population uh they're like just a bunch of like local tour guides and stuff like think of people you would meet that are leading tours into the jungle and stuff to make a quick buck they're probably oh funny, they're pretty personable but they're also hardy and knowledgeable and all that kind of stuff but at the same time they like are very friendly to you <laughs> they're also overly friendly and want to sell you stuff yeah <laughs> i've gone on vacation that's what i've had yeah 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 sucky sucky twenty dollar <laughs> <laughs> um so when this planet got infested uh they took it on as their like the population took it on as their goal to eradicate the crotalids so they went on like a 10-year crusade and they actually ended up eradicating the crotalids from their planet and then uh started up the tourist population again and now people are coming back to the planet so they created this like thing that called the Ranger Corps, where basically it's not quite an Imperial Guard regiment, but uh, they basically can join this kind of pseudo mercenary group where then they go and tour the galaxy with the Astartes. So they join up and then they make jokes about, yeah, now we're going to go see this beautiful world. It's just a shithole desert world that they go <laughs> to with the Astartes, you know? I'm imagining them like on a, on a, on like a ship alongside the Astartes. Coming up on our right, a death world infested by crotalids. Please keep your hands and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Yeah, yeah. Like when I was writing the one story that I wrote, the short story Prey. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, by the way. Nice. It was just Space Marine characters, and it was they're savage, they're straight to the point. And I want to write a story now where, yeah, you write in one of these Ranger Corp guys where he's making those stupid jokes and just that kind of contracts of this jokey character and then the savage Astartes, you know? Like just cheesy 80s one-liners where you yeah. kind of like get a kill and then you have the Astartes <laughs> in the background like just hacking away at a crotally with a fucking chain axe just covered in blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, be careful, Brother Angelos. You made that cordalid lose his head. And, just, <laughs> and then like all of the Ranger Corps started laughing their asses off. And then you have the space and we just look at him and just keep running and killing. Exactly. It's the only way to survive the grim dark is with a sense of humor. So <sighs> yeah. Um there are a couple things that I picture though in the way that these two forces interact. Um so first of all, the Astartes and Crotalid hunts, that's like a holy ritual to them, you know? That's like their sacred oath. So the Ranger Corps actually never go on these hunts with them. Okay. It's like, that's actually it, really cool. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 this is our thing. Like, uh, this is our... Yeah. So they're more there for... Um, I. So I kind of was picturing, like, how do they then fit in? How do they interact them? And I basically came up with they're going to be like this highly mobile scout army it's going to be a i think the official term is a reconnaissance formation okay so basically uh i kind of picture the the astartes use multiple of these like ranger corps to kind of like test enemy positions like let's say you know they have to go find prisoners somewhere so they'll kind of use them as scouts to find and then once they pinpoint the location that's when they actually start calling the astartes to do 
the heavy lifting. Okay. Um. So, so they're. They, yeah. No, I'm. I'm. Agree- I was gonna say something, but then I was. I realized that's exactly what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these guys are like they. They don't see heavy war. They're definitely more like they meet resistance and they'll instantly pull back and call in the Astartes. But they they'll be everywhere, so you'll know exactly where people people are. You know. Okay. And that might be why they're so like like jovial and like jokey because they've never actually seen the grim, yeah. <laughs> the grim dark universe in actual war. Yeah. Well, and it even goes back to with the chapter with small numbers. Like they're not even doing the big war; they're doing small yeah. little heroic shit. You know. Yeah. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Um, So that's kind of the way I kind of have been picturing it. And these guys, uh, uh, I've already built the model like in my, I built the wish list and I've done some Photoshop and they're going to be kind of Catacan-esque, but uh, there's yeah. War Game exclusive. They have uh, some Catacan guys, but they're more heavily armored, but still the bare-armed guys. And uh, yeah. uh, I also am buying some like of those Australian uh, Australian hats. Like, <laughs> so everyone will yeah, kind of the, the cliche hat kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Everyone will have a hat or on their pack, whatever. Uh, and then... The way I picture this regiment is there's a couple cool things. There'll be like a bunch of scout sentinels. Heck yeah for the new ones that are coming out. They're super cool. They look really good. I'm I'm I don't play guard, but I really want to buy them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe start a guard army now. <laughs> yeah, I love the little chainsaw. So I'm gonna get a bunch of those because those make sense. Um because I when I was coming up with the like kind of the concept and the theme of the guard, I was kind of picturing what would they have access to? Okay, they would probably have access to sentinels, I suppose, for clearing jungles. They're tour guys, so maybe they would have some like dirt bikes and ATVs, you know, for like leading on tours through the jungle. And yeah. I also found from Mantic Games this cool kind of like buggy. It almost looks like a warthog, but a little more like a truck bed, a little more space okay. than that. So I kind That's of picture really cool. all these vehicles and how they would work, you know, how they took the the vehicles from their existing planet and they kind of now have just slapped guns on it. And, you know, it's going to happen. I put a gun on it just like, this is my work. Keep <laughs> yeah, us safe. Yeah. yeah. But all their vehicles happen to be like fast attack or scouts. So it's like, I'm going to make some motorbike guys from the Attilan Jackal models and, you know, just kind of have these fast attack guys that are scouts. That's really cool. Yeah, I like I like the idea of using the Attilan Jackals as like modifying, well, making like dirt bikes, I guess, or like yeah. you know, biked individuals. For that is really cool. Yeah, I was looking like- at them, and they would not be hard easy to just do a quick torso swap, swap, and then you're good to go. You know. Yeah, maybe change the spears to like something else though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Torso swap, and torso up. You know, you swap. Yeah. So up. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, like I, I put together this buy list and I have literally everything. Like I've already picked out my hunting spears. I have like ammo packs for everybody, you know, all the bits and bobs. That's awesome. That's yeah. that's 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 awesomely hyped. 
<laughs> yeah, man. I'm so so excited. Um, I honestly love everything that you've told me so far about them. I think they're very cool. Um, I actually have one question though about. I guess not a question. More, well, yeah, it is a question. That's a fucking lie. Wow. Um, <laughs> how do the the Ranger Corps view the Astartes like exclusively going on these Cordelid hunts? Like, do they feel left out? Do they see it as like? No, that's their thing. Let let them do their thing. We're just like hitching yeah. a ride alongside them kind of thing. Yeah, like I feel like they're fine with it. Like that was never their thing, you know? They yeah. probably just happened to have Crowdlid for 10 years. They exterminated him real quick, like, and they were done with it, you know? So I think they're fine. Yeah. Okay. Where, where, you know, Space Marines are much more ritualistic, so it'd be so much easier to, like, start that, like, cult mentality of, like, okay, now let's start killing them and wearing them and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're dark for fucking, like, 10 years old. They're going to fucking get obsessed with something. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, uh, one thing I've always loved about 40K is... I think a lot of people can relate just even when I get the listener alerts, people write pages and pages of uh, company organization and just how it all works and then actually collecting your full fucking company, you know? That's that's what I'm working on. I realize, wow, this is both the nerdiest thing I've ever done and the most awesome thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like we all do it and it's so interesting to read. And, you know, I've shared almost a hundred plus lores or whatever fuck uh and yeah everyone has their little organization thing how they do it and um it was kind of neat writing how mine kind of functioned and stuff because i broke codex for sure and then my imperial guard regiment isn't even an imperial guard regiment so <laughs> yeah it's more um, like a mercenary corps that follows the the very not codex compliant <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah like i was trying to avoid a guard regiment because then you have to be like okay, how do you transport the guard regiment? Like, I don't think that those guys are going on the Imperial or on the space Marine ships. So now you got to get the Imperial yeah. Navy involved. And now how tight are the Imperial Navy to ever? And it just, where do you, do they have a commissar? Do they have all the, <laughs> like how, import, how tied in is the military is the, what's it called? The Adeptus Ministorum or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. And like, to me, like, the whole concept of these guys was like the crocodile Dundee where it's just like, well, I guess I'm going to go to New York, you know, might <laughs> go on a tour. <laughs> I mean, they could be some, um, I know some chapters, I think it's the Ultramarines for sure, because they do fucking everything, because fuck the Ultramarines. <laughs> uh, they have a um, an auxilia, uh, uh, what's it called, a Militarum auxilia or something, so it's like the Ultramarines have their own personal, like, yeah. guard regiment under them, so like, that's yeah. kind of how I would see these guys, where it's like, yeah, like, we're the, we're the, we're the Space Marines, you can't, like, we don't follow the Imperium, like the Administratum government. We're yeah. old, we're older than that. We exist before them. So, like, if we want our own personal like militia, basically, we we can do that because we're fucking Space Marines. Yeah, we exactly. outrank like, you. They are they mercenaries or are they just our chapter serfs? Like, go fuck off. Like, yeah. <laughs> <you know? laughs> um. That, and, and that's one interesting thing, too, about this the relationship of these two. So they do share the same recruitment world, where the Astro Crota will recruit from four different worlds, primarily their fleet-based chapter. They do still draw from that paradise world. So even, like, you know, how many of the guys try to join the Space Marines and then can't join, so they just join the Ranger Corps and do it that way, and now they're pseudo-Space Marines, you know? Yeah. 
it's actually really cool though to have a space marine recruit from like a paradise well because i've i've never heard of a space marine chapter recruiting from a paradise world which like is both like unorthodox but also adds like a degree of like uniqueness because like everyone recruits from like oh we recruit from Death world <laughs> alpha gamma where it rains acid and there's dragons oh wait it's just not turn that's what that's where salamanders come from what are you talking about yeah yeah, yeah. now you're naming salamanders <laughs> yeah no it's like it, it it plays into their chapter a little bit like depending on where the home world what home world they're drawn from the it creates a little more conflict within the chapter too um like there would be some I, I did come up with four worlds in my main lore where I wrote down kind of what they were and kind of all that. So it kind of creates a little more dynamic too, but. Oh, um, I don't, I don't, I, I've, I listened to the listener episode. Would you mind going over them quickly? Yeah. yeah okay. I can go over them. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Thank you. Like just, I'm, I, I don't remember actually hearing those worlds. I, I must've heard them, but okay. I don't remember. So I just love like the quick refresher. Okay. The space crocs have no home world to call their own, but. Being a fleet-based chapter opens them up to a galaxy of potential recruits. However, they almost exclusively recruit from a tribal hunt from tribal hunter populations across the galaxy. But they have four preferred worlds that they draw recruits from. These worlds are Kelowna Four, Crax, Graken Three, and Redacted. Redacted is like the 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 Paradise World. It was a vacant okay. spot, so like the the High Lords don't advertise the name of it yeah, yeah they don't name the world it's oh it's un it's unidentified in this part of the galaxy exactly the plains world of kelon 4 uh has a population of roaming stone age hunters their population will follow great macedon like beasts across the plains bringing them down with bow and spear recruits from this planet have mastered coordinated coordinated strikes as that is what is needed to do to bring such beasts down the ice world of Hrax breeds survivalists and patient hunters. The main source of food on the planet is the great horned seal. Their body fat is also used as great heating and lighting source. With month-long cold snaps, the population knows how best to utilize everything at their disposal to live. The planet of Kraken 3 has taught the population to use their surroundings to their advantage, creating traps and ambushes in mountainous areas of the planet. The planet has an uncategorized population of Xenos that live deep underground, only emerging to raid the local mining populations. The raids often outnumber the inhabitants 25 to 1. And so, advantage... And so... Oh, I'm that's weird. Raids often outnumber the inhabitants 25 to 1. And so they'll use any advantage that can be used. Warbands patrol the mountains, ambushing anything that emerges from the caves. So, so they kind of just pounce on it before it happens. Okay. And... Redacted was a High Lords of Terra and other wealthy elites popular vacation spot. However, after the Crowlid infestation, it is rarely used as such. The planet is lush and swampy and the population has a standard level of Imperial tech. While it's become less popular vacation spot, the local population has tried to adjust to this by creating hunting hunting parties to search the swamps for Crowlids in an attempt to rid the planet of the menace. So I gotta I gotta retweak this one and actually add in kind of the ranger portion of it. Uh yeah but those no, are that's time. yeah those are really like those are like hearing them now i can kind of remember hearing them like yeah. I, like i can I remember hearing them but like i can also see how each world would provide like a different type of um like marine that could be yeah. like specialized in one thing or another and how those things could like like you might have one who's like oh yeah we need to be like 
aggressive, like preemptive strikes. And then the guy's like, no, 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 we have to be patient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I feel like once again, we go back to this small number of a chapter, like you can then utilize these big personalities in the chapter where it's like sergeants are now a big deal. You know, they're at the dinner table with the chapter master, essentially, you know? Yeah. And when it's like that small, like everyone knows everyone, it's not like, oh, we have like, like so many Marines. So like, oh, you only know your company now when it's that small. Yeah. You know your company, but you know, you might know like, a few of the company adjacent to you and like someone in the higher up because yeah that's yeah. who you work with yeah exactly exactly um <clears throat> yeah so that's kind of what i've been mulling around i gotta write down the whole rangers corp and how they actually slot in and i i feel like i've I've got a lot of it in my head. I, I definitely like the core concept of these guys that are just like, okay, we've been showing people around this planet. Let's have the Astartes show us around the galaxy. And it's just kind of this crazy fucking thing for them. It's really cool. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else. Um, oh, for the Ranger Corps, when they join the Astartes on like tour, I guess, would be the best way to put it, are they like life lifetime like servants? On like lifetime like or do they like serve for a period in return? I, I think it's all just voluntary. Like uh, you, you probably have to serve until they go back to your chapter homeworld, you know? Um, okay. Like, you know, you can't like pick up new recruits. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, I would say that is what you have to do, but it, you, you're not forced to join. You're not forced to stay. You know, there's probably only like a thousand of them. You know, it's not a big deal. Maybe more, maybe let's say 5,000 still not a big deal, you know? Yeah, especially when the guard deploys in like the millions on a planet. Yeah, exactly. So, so to find these people that are just kind of like ready to go out and do stuff, and yeah, it's fine. Yeah, because you could imagine like these people are going out, like, yeah, some of them might be mercenaries, like, oh yeah, you want a quick buck. But then you could imagine there's some who are like, like they can't be space marines, but they want like that sense of glory and like yeah. that sense of like community, like, oh, well, yeah. I can't be a space marine, but I want to go out and explore, I want to do my part for like, the angels of death and like explore the galaxy. So I'm going to yeah. fucking go. Yeah, it would be, it, I keep thinking it would be a pretty sweet uh, position for the guard there because most of the time they're just hunting crotalids and you're just on their chapter ships, kind of just staying out of the way, you know, cracking jokes with your buddies. And then the war that you do see, it's like, as soon as you see any heavy conflict, you're told to fall back and let the, the Astartes do the heavy lifting. Yeah. I could also see some cool like stories, like, like if you ever wanted to write some stories of like this one uh like squad this one kill team who goes like on like like reconnaissance like a reconnaissance mission and they get like stuck behind enemy lines because they got like overwhelmed by orcs and they now have to like either hold on for like a start these reinforcements yeah. or like fight their way back to like oh we at like the ship's leaving like 12 hours we need to like huck it and go or else yeah, it's just yeah. leaving us yeah that would be a great one like because at the same time, I don't want these guys to be joking, so joking that they're not heroes. Like they are still heroes and they want to be trained soldiers. And those would be cool stories to show where it's like, okay, yeah, we can't rely on the Astartes this time. This one is on us. Yeah. Very cool. That'd be, that'd be like, it would just be like, especially if they're like, either like uh, already like underdogs already or like they're seen as like underdogs, but like almost like you can imagine the guard would see these people like, well, I don't know if that's how the guard would see them. But it's more just like how I would imagine. But like I could see like 
like say a Cadian sees one of these guys yeah. in the field, they'd be like, oh, you guys are just like, you guys follow Marines around. That's all you guys do. You guys have never, you guys have never <laughs> yeah, seen yeah. the forces well, of chaos. You guys have seen like, Abaddon destroy your home world. <laughs> Yeah, they they've never even gone to fucking officer school, so they're like major, and they're like, you don't, you're not a major, you know, like <laughs> yeah, or it's like, uh, how dare you, you don't you know you're supposed to salute twenty times before you address your superiors? <laughs> exactly, who's yeah. not even polished? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they're cracking jokes about the local flora and fauna, so it's really yeah. nice, really great people. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a funny humorous thing where it's like. All right, Rangers, group up. And they're like all like jovial, like, yeah, it's fun. like not jovial, more like disorganized, kind of like pretty casual. And then like right next to him is like the Krieg or someone who are all like just dour and looking really fucking like just looking at these guys like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, this was a fun episode. I really, uh, uh, my brain juices are going now. That's awesome. I'm glad I was able to stimulate your juices. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you guys want to see the miniatures that I'm working on, they're truly some of my favorite miniatures I've done. Uh, check out the Discord. Uh, I post tons of pictures. And uh, yeah. Uh, if you have lore you want to submit, you can reach out to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com to submit it. And don't forget to support the Patreon. And Rayway, thanks for joining me. No worries. I had fun. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.